Welcome to the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Arv. And I'm your other co-host, Arsh. And today on the show, we have three topics to get to. We're going to start off by discussing the uh, Heisman Trophy winner, Jaden Daniels. After transferring to LSU from Arizona State, he just was awarded that award last weekend, so we're going to talk about that. Then we're going to be talking about Shohei Otani's drastic move to the Los Angeles Dodgers in MLB Free Agency. And then finally, we're going to be doing our two bros, two picks. Each of us is going to give you two fantasy football guys that you should be starting this week, or at least be on your bench. It's a critical week. Win or go home for fantasy football week one of the playoffs. So make sure you guys stick around for that. Arsh, get us started with Jaden Daniels, though. What are your thoughts on him winning the Heisman? Yeah, so, I mean, it was a great Heisman race. Congrats to Jaden Daniels. He had a great season. But in my opinion, he shouldn't have been the Heisman winner. It should wow. have been Michael Penix Jr., the quarterback for Washington. Had a spectacular season. Really never fell off. Just took his way up into the MV- into the Heisman uh, voting race, the MVP of college football, and just stayed there. He stayed at the very top, and somehow he didn't win it at the end, which is a little confusing to me. And they're the two-seed right now, undefeated. Right, He led this team, which last year did not have an amazing season like they've been having this year, to a two-seed that's going to be in the college football playoffs competing for a national championship game. Yeah. They haven't lost a game, and it's basically because of him. They've played amazing teams and defeated them. They've defeated Oregon. They've defeated these high-flying teams, these great teams, because of their offense. Their defense hasn't done much in those games. Like You look at that Oregon game, you look at some of these games where points are just being tallied, right? And this this guy's going up against the Oregon defense, which is one of the best defenses in the league. And, and, and this is just one team, one game. And he's able to put up 50-plus, 40-plus yeah. in these games. He deserves to be the MVP. Jaden Daniel, Daniels, in my opinion, had much better weapons to start from LSU because all these guys that are starting to get PT at LSU were still there, uh, got recruited there when they were in their uh, heyday. In their a wide receiver time. who almost won the Blitnikoff Award, too. Yeah, in their prime time when they were l- l- watching LSU win the college, the national championship. But everyone at Washington, like this, these aren't the guys that are five-star recruits that came here because Washington was the place that national championships were won every year. It's just not been like that. But as soon as Michael Penix came, he changed their culture, and he absolutely changed their team. And to me, that's the most valuable guy. Without him, they wouldn't have been an undefeated team. Without Jane Daniels, who knows what could have happened at LSU. I mean, they have a great surrounding cast. Nothing against Jane Daniels. Great guy. Amazing quarterback. But I would have loved to see the underrepresented guy, the guy who came out, he transferred to Washington, had that underdog story and that underdog mentality, and still win it. I would have loved to see that happen. Yeah, I agree with you here. I think Michael Penning should have won the Heisman. I think if you look at Jaden Daniels' stats, they're obviously incredible across the board. But you talked about it. Arguably better weapons, probably, uh, and then you know, we know the success that Washington had is unparalleled compared to LSU. I mean, they're number two in the in the nation comparing, and probably going to be in the national championship game. It's going to be a very, very competitive race for them to end the season. Um, and I think, obviously, if you look at team success, Michael Penix has got him beat. But then if you look at what he did with the supporting cast, like you talked about, I think that Michael Penix also wins the award. But then if you also want to look at towards the end of the year trajectory, Michael Penix, think about it, beat Oregon at toward, in the last week of football. That And it was obviously a four-versus-five team. If you look at that... <clears throat> 
That's what put them at the two seed. And that is was in the last week of the season, really got them over the hump. That was a, that showed Michael Penix's Michael Penix's success and um his ability to proceed as a passer and a rusher throughout this season in the 13 games they played, capping it off with a top 5 victory. I think that it really should have been Penix here. Um, I know Jaden Daniels obviously has a crazy story. And if you want to look at most improved guy, I think that could be Jaden Daniels. But if you want to look at the guy it that could, had, It also could be Penix. I it mean, could. He's been a quarterback in... I know, but Jaden Daniels' story... Jaden Daniels' story has been crazy. And obviously, he has the backing true, true. of the nation around him. But I think if you want to look at individual stats, what a guy has done um, with his program and the success overall, I think Michael Penix wins this award clearly. All right, now let's move on to Shohei Otani signing a 10-year, $700 million deal with the Dodgers. Um, and then we saw in the, over the next two years, he's only taking $4 million total, going to take um, $680 million of that in the last eight years. Arsh, what do you think about this and Shohei Otani signing with the Dodgers? Yeah, so crazy move. Happened unexpectedly. Unexpectedly was still holding out hope that the, uh, that the New York Yankees would hopefully be able to sign him to I mean that would be a dream offseason but unfortunately they didn't get him Dodgers got a good one here and there still is some uh, differences in like the talks and opting out and stuff but this deal is going to go through like the Dodgers have Otani locked up they've done it with Mookie Betts they've had Cody Bellinger when he was a star they've done it constantly uh, with Trey Turner as well I mean they've been doing that with the big stars this is the biggest one by far they've got one of the best pitchers in the league a guy that could make the all-star game for pitching every year and then probably the second or third best batter in the league definitely top who, three definitely who, top who would three. also who would also make the all-star league the all-star game every year they've got a potential Cy Young uh, player and a potential MVP just from his bat I mean it's such a rare thing to be able to find a guy like Shohei Otani and the fact that he's sitting there in free agency in the way that he was no matter how it happened the fact that he becomes available in his prime is a tremendous opportunity so he obviously got that offer matched by the Giants he got that offer from the Dodgers and LA is going to be a great place for him I know he already played in LA but the LA Dodgers are far bigger than the LA Angels and you look at this this is a huge move he's in Hollywood now he's like actual Hollywood he's on the star team it's not it's like the Mets versus he's Yankees. with the, he's in the big big leagues if you want to think about it like that yeah he's in the equivalent of the West Yankees he's not in the he's not on the Mets anymore he's on the Yankees the bigger known team the team that's more widely accepted it's just it's by pretty the much fans. a fact yeah. yeah by the fans and the media and so not only is he gonna get so much more exposure he gets a ton of money out of this because he is such a versatile player and he just gets to be in a place where he can hopefully win in the future. Hopefully not over the Yankees, but I do think that this is a great place for him to win. I just don't know if this is the place that is the best place to win, you know? So if I, for him, great move. Definitely top three place to win out of all the deals that he could have signed. Got a ton of money, got what he deserved. Such a great player. Um, and I do think that the Dodgers got a really good deal. Yeah, if you look at the past two years, remember the talks of Shohei trying to sign into extension, and then Mike Trout got the extension, trying to get Shohei down. Then the last year has been really, really... They, they were talks of him being traded at the deadline. Did not happen. And then, now obviously he ended up a free agent, which is something that is unprecedented. That's probably never going to happen again. And the Angels' failure to sign him, I think, is something that's worth noting as well. Um, but... 
you look at Shohei Otani here, you talked about his pitching ability, also his ability with the bat. He's just been on another level in the in the last three years, especially. Won the MVP already. Um and and his stats are obviously crazy across the board. I think if you look at this Dodgers move here, obviously it's a great deal. Ten years, seven hundred million dollars. Um Joining guys like Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts. They just traded for a pitcher from the Rays. So this is a very, very stacked team, a very well-rounded and balanced team, but with a bunch of stars on it. It's not like a bunch of guys that have come up from the minors or a bunch of prospects or a guys that or guys that are still trying to prove themselves or had a great career and now are at the tail end of the career. It's a bunch of guys in their prime competing for a, a championship. And I think it's a really, really scary team. I think another thing needs to be said about Shohei's ability to foresee the future for the Dodgers and realize that they're able to win now with him and taking the cut over the next two years is very Tom Brady-esque, in my opinion. He And the Dodgers, he said explicitly to the Dodgers organization that they are willing, that he's willing to take a cut so that they can go out and sign more guys, build a better roster, and compete better. And I completely agree with that. I think that's very honorable of him, obviously, but I think it's... It's a bigger deal when you're a guy, he knows how much he's worth. His agent knows how much he's worth and he's consulted with his agent about this and he knows he's gonna get paid in 10 years no matter what. I, I really think that Shohei Otani made the right decision here um, and obviously that's completely on his own but making doing that for the franchise is something unprecedented that we've seen in baseball for a guy of this caliber skill. All right, now let's move on to two bros, two picks, our marquee segment. Um, each of us is going to give you two guys that we think should that you should must start this week. So my first pick this week is going to be Jaden Reed. He's the wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Um, and the reason I'm picking him is for a multitude of reasons. First off, Aaron Jones might not go this week. He's been out for the last three weeks. If he doesn't go with the MCL sprain, that's more touches for Jaden Reed, who already had eight for 27 and, a, and a, uh, four carries for 38 yards and a rushing touchdown. So he's getting used all over the field, very short yardage in terms of receptions, but he's getting those carries, those Debo Samuel-like carries, Curtis Samuel-like carries. Um, that's one reason. Second reason, Aaron Jones has a broken thumb, also might not be able to go, give it a go. So look for him to get increased touches. Um, Jaden Reed will. And third, Christian Watson is most likely not going to play this game. He's more look, he's looking more like doubtful than questionable heading into Sunday. So if he's out like he was this past week, Jaden Reed blew up for 21 points. Now he's playing the Buccaneers who have the fifth worst defense against points or points fifth, allow the fifth most points allowed to receivers in fantasy football. So look for Jaden Reed to have an explosive week, especially if Aaron Jones doesn't give it a go or AJ Dillon doesn't give it a go. This guy is a guy that could at the wide receiver position could get almost 15 touches. So that's something that's really, really valuable. And personally, I'm starting him over Jalen Waddle. So look for him to get a ton of of touches this week. Yeah, so my first pick is going to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's 5'7", but 207 pounds. We went through this last week, if you heard it. I think he's a great running back. He uh, is getting the chance to play a lot because he was drafted in the first round, and he didn't play a lot in his second year. But Isaiah Pacheco is out. He's not playing in this game either. Last week he had 10 he was projected 10.6 points, so had 8.8 points, and this week he's projected 11.06 points. Why is he projected more? Because according to Andy Reid he's expected to get a larger increase in his workload, which means that the guy's going to play even more than he did last week. Last week he had 11 attempts for 39 yards. He also had four targets in the receiving game. I told you guys this guy is a target in the receiving game. He's a force to be reckoned with because of his bowling ball 
stature, but he's also a great runner that's speedy. And with the touches that he's going to get, it's going to be more than 11 at least on the ground, as Andy Reid talked about. It's probably going to be around 15. Hopefully he can finally get another touchdown. He has one this season, earlier in the season when he was a backup. Hopefully now he can get another touchdown uh, and punch it in from the red zone. So I think that could be some upside, but also just in the receiving game too, right? This guy gets a ton of targets, ton of receptions, and that's the kind of thing that is going to help a guy in a PPR league. That's the kind of thing that's going to help you when your guys are in week 15 buys. So in my opinion, he is one of the better running back plays this entire week I agree. just because of this just because of the news that's coming out that he's going to play more, especially with the versatile running back that he is. And he's only rostered in about 38% of leagues. So almost one in every third leagues, or two in every third leagues, you can pick this guy up off waivers. Yeah. He's a great running back for this week. Yeah, so my second pick this week, I could. it's another running back with a fill-in, um, and it's going to be Ty Chandler for the Minnesota Vikings. Now, Alexander Madison got ruled out of this out of this upcoming game. They're playing on Saturday at one at one p.m. So it's it's an early slot for a guy playing in fantasy football, um, especially in week one of the playoffs. But Ty Chandler has seen the workload and increased workload from Alexander Madison in recent weeks, and especially when Alexander Madison left that game with a concussion. Ty Chandler saw a lot of work, and the week after, too. He had 12 carries in that game. Look for him to be very, very involved. I think he's projected 12.5 points, but the Vikings obviously have a very good matchup on the ground, and Ty Chandler, look for those dump downs, especially with Nick Mullins, quarterback. Josh down, uh, Josh Dobbs has been moved to wide, quarterback three. Quarterback two is Jaron Hall, and quarterback one is Nick Mullins. And we know in San Francisco, he loved looking at Elijah Mitchell. He loved looking at those guys at the running back position. And now he has um, he has Ty Chandler, who's arguably as good of a runner in this season as Alexander Madison. So I think Ty Chandler could get a lot of a huge workload, and especially if they're up on Saturday at Saturday early afternoon, look for him to be very involved. So he's my second pick. Yeah, that's a great pick, especially when you look at the pastronaut back there, a guy that does check down the ball a lot. Uh, my final pick is going to be a wide receiver, but for the LA Rams, it's not Cooper Cup, it's not Puka Nakua, it's Demarcus Robinson. Last week he had 10 targets, he had 3 receptions, and a touchdown. I mean, he just wasn't catching the ball, but that's not like him. This week he's projected, and that was against the Baltimore Ravens, a great passing defense. This week is against the Washington Commanders, the guy's projected 7.58 points, and he did not play a lot the first half of the season, but the second half of the season, he started ramping up. He got two, he got a, a, a target for then two targets for a couple games, then five targets, then last week, ten targets. He has a touchdown in the past two games, and he has been getting over 50 yards. Basically, he's had an average of over 50 yards per these last two games, and he's been getting an incredible amount of targets. I think that the Rams are slowly finding another great target on the team. He obviously had a great run in Kansas City, yeah. another Kansas City guy, but not anymore. He's on the Rams, only rostered 9% of leagues, great wide receiver or flex if you need any uh, if you need anyone and your guys have a buyer. And he an catches injury. touchdowns too. Yeah, I mean, he's been catching the touchdowns too. He, he's one of the Rams' favorite red zone targets. So if you need a wide receiver, you're in a pickle, you need a guy to stay for a couple of weeks, you have some injuries, this is the guy to do it because of his upside and how we've seen how he's been playing. And I do expect him to have a very good week, close to what he had last week and probably, hopefully, more receptions. But 
that's when he'll start getting to be picked up. So even if your opponents might not have wide receivers, this might be a great guy just to put on your bench just so that you won't have to uh, let this guy fall because he will hurt you. Yeah. So my first pick was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, and second pick was Demarcus Robinson, the wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams. And my first pick was Jaden Reed, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Second pick was Ty Chandler, running back for the Minnesota Vikings. 